Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Navy. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Hello, hello, welcome back to your new favorite band. It is episode 20 something. I'm Dallas Dwight. And I'm Drizzle Silvera. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting pretty close two. to yeah take two. We had a power outage. <laughs> we were probably five minutes into a really great podcast for you guys. Uh, it was going to be great. I could tell. Yeah, it was going to be it was going to be on fire. <laughs> the funniest part is we're just sitting talking and everything goes totally black, just blue, and it's silent. And yeah, because just everything here. in here is on one breaker. <laughs> we just sit here for I don't know probably ten seconds, and then I don't. Somebody said like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. It's like oh, it's the funniest shit. reaction. I forgot to turn off the AC unit in the other studio, which is just enough to blow our breaker. So just enough power to blow the break. I love blowing breakers, dude. It's one of my favorite things to blow. Top three thing to blow for sure. Anyway, <laughs> we uh, after all that, uh, I guess we have to say what we said before. Dirty Damn Tricks Deluxe Edition has been officially announced to be released August 26th. When I announced it, like, five or six people commented, like, that's my birthday. I was like, how many birthdays are on this date, dude? We at least got five or six fans. <laughs> yeah. Right? Apparently With all birth- of your birthdays are on August 26th, so congratulations for that. Yeah. Um, so, we have uh, six extra tracks for a total of 16 tracks. We've been working really hard on them, and that's kind of what we've been doing the last few weeks. And as of today... Uh, the mixing process is done, and it's moving on to mastering. So, yeah, we're excited. And I'll be doing the mastering. So yep. you did, uh, did the, the mixing, mixing and the editing, and I'm doing the mastering on this one. Yeah, it's been really fun. Uh, just like when we recorded Dirty Damn Tricks, we, we did it all DIY. We did it all ourselves. We didn't set foot in a professional studio or anything like that. We were in your basement. We were in my uh, apartment room, and then or one of the rooms in my apartment, and in the closet. We did a lot of the vocals yeah. then. And, uh, you know, we just uh, kind of DIY our way through this this band thing. I would say they're pretty professional home studios. I like, you know, the, the product that comes out of them. is Yeah, sure. Well, what you can do with a laptop in a, in a bedroom these days is pretty, like, people would never know. Yeah. Um, and how, we have a lot more than a laptop in yeah, a bedroom. A yeah, right? Laptop bedroom, yeah. But, yeah, just a laptop and some cans, man, can get you uh, and, yeah. a, and, a, and an interface. Two That's channel. how Nolly does all of his mixing on his couch with a laptop and headphones. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, you can uh, you can do so much. Well, we, on our uh, previous take that was just ditched because of the blown breaker, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about how cool it is to see the process of where we were when we did Dirty Damn Tricks to yeah. now yeah. And, and what we're starting to integrate and trying new things that we haven't done before. So, again, you know, obviously we have to approach things differently being an uh, acoustic album, right? right? So, you know, messing around with Oh, you know what I just realized? You spoiled one of the tracks, and now it's unspoiled. <laughs> yes, right? I just realized that. Yeah, so in the, pre- in the previous one that got... Uh... So we knew, we knew we had announced that the tracks would be acoustic editions and demos and versions like that. I don't think... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think we announced what tracks would be what and stuff like that. But you had accidentally spilled one of them. But now, it's, now we're good. Now you don't know. Yep, Again, now we don't so, have to bleep cool. it or... Uh, yeah. Blessing in disguise. Anyway, so, back to you about the, the stuff. Yeah, so the sounds we were getting in the first album sounded great. Um, and, and really proud of that. Um, but, you know, since then, our, 
our studios have grown. We've gotten more more gear. We are more knowledgeable, you know, about our craft. Uh, again, I've been in the industry for a long time, but it, uh, you know, you still don't know everything, right? Yeah. And I'm messing I around with. In, I have not been in this industry that long, and I do know everything. So, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but that's just the Dallas way. Yeah, though. it's just the Dallas right. way. Yeah, just say you know everything and works out. <laughs> And people believe you, man. You just people say it. Com- you. you just say it confident enough. Just you know, say it and look them in the eye and don't laugh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> which I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, actually, you probably could with a stranger, maybe. But yeah, with us, probably. No, no, not. Yeah, shouldn't that yeah. be backwards? <laughs> I should laugh with the strangers. They don't think I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you do. You do eventually say, you know, I'm just, I'm just fucking around. I re- well, I realize now, yeah, because <laughs> I love the dry sense of humor where you. Aren't really. Is this a joke? Like you can't really tell, you know. Yeah, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. People, like, hey, pe- this right here, what I just said a minute ago, that was a joke. Yeah, context clues are lost. People, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. so uh, yeah, no, um, you know, different miking techniques, new preamps. We have new preamps that we're utilizing. Yes, we and- both own one copy of the Warm Audio two seventy three. Yes. Which is basically a clone of a Neve 1073. So really, really top quality preamp there. And they sound phenomenal. And uh, it's funny. I went on Reverb.com on my old computer there on the old internet. Reverb.com, for those of you who don't know, is basically like eBay, but just for music stuff. And I'm looking. I know I want to get the same preamp as you because you had already had it and spoke highly of it. And I wanted to get a matching pair so we have four of them instead of just two. And uh, I'm scrolling along, just looking for the best price on a used one. And I'm like, oh, there, there's the best one. I click it, pull it up. It's from a store from my hometown, <laughs> Irmo, South Carolina. Yeah. Which is not, which is a small, like, I mean, it's basically Columbia, but it's like, you know, it'd be like saying, um, you know, Rock Hill when you're really from Charlotte, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Or, or when you're from Rock Hill, but you say Charlotte, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But smaller scale. Makes sense. Yeah. So, uh. Sounds kind of funny. Anyways, you know, back to, you know, just kind of in the thick of it, you know, tracking acoustics this time, you know, I tracked, I tracked acoustics away. I'd never actually tracked them before, Mm -hmm. you know, going for that old studio technique where you're miking like the neck and then you're miking the, the body, you know, Mm kind of close to the body near the sound hole, meeting the neck kind of thing. And, and that sounds great. And I'm not knocking that, but I just decided to try a XY CV 12, you know, that, AKG client kind of clone just X or not X. Yeah. XY. So stereo miking, just one on top of each other and, uh, and ran them through and man, dude, I was, I was really pleasantly surprised with the sound. Yeah. They sounded good. Yeah. And, uh, so small stuff like that. And then, and then my personal mic locker too has grown, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to be tracking drums this coming Friday. So I think this, this podcast is coming out tomorrow, so right? Out this week. Yeah. Or tomorrow. this week. Yeah. Well, tomorrow. Uh, VIP will come out tomorrow and the other one will come out Thursday. Yeah. So if you're hearing this uh, non VIP, it's Thursday uh, or whenever you decide to listen to yeah, it. They're like Thursday, point, 2028. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right. Way back in the catalog. Yeah. These uh, guys were douchebags even then. <laughs> We're even bigger douches now. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, like, all, we all now? we all adopt like like yeah. really rough New York accents. Like I'm the biggest douche there is. <laughs> not that not not insinuating people from New York are douchebags. But <laughs> again, wait a second. That was a joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, some are, but some are everywhere. That's, some people are yeah. everywhere. All you people know? are different yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> all people are a little bit douchey, and some probably think we're douchebags. Oh, cool. most. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most. How many people are there now? Eight billion, something like a good seven point nine. Like that, yeah. 
Yeah, seven point. Yeah, that sounds about and right. And see, what's funny is me saying that implies that all eight billion know exactly who we are. <laughs> they don't. Meaning we're the most famous people of all time. <laughs> like Metalocalypse yeah. status. <laughs> you can get away with fans dying at your concert because, yeah. like, just the world bows down to you. There's been some crazy deaths at concerts. That's a different story. Different. Yeah, much different story. So back to tracking. Yeah, back a lighter to tracking note. Anyway. Yeah. So we'll be tracking drums uh, Friday, the twenty second of July, twenty twenty two. Right? Is it the 22nd? I think it's the 22nd. Actually, don't know. I'm right. Uh, so <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'll, just, right. I'll just call right now. Uh, and that'll be fun. Ger- uh, side note, German, the language of uh, German has a word that basically is, I'm right. Really? It's Do you know it? Doch. Doch. So like if you were to say yes and I were to say no and you go, doch, like, I'm right. <laughs> like, yes, for sure. At least that's my understanding of the word. My very rudimentary knowledge. Rudimentary knowledge. Yes, you are it correct. Sounds, it is the 22nd. It sounds oddly close to like dock, like someone's trying to dock you. Right, or yeah. You know? I love docking. Exactly. <laughs> Just, you know, normal stuff. Like my the, boat. the author, clarify, right? My boat. <laughs> I don't have a jet ski, so my jet ski, you know. Yeah. Um, it's imaginary. It's an imaginary jet ski, but it's very real to me. But it's blue. And I dock it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, jet skis are the shit. So, July 22nd, 2022. Seven twenty-two twenty-two, dude. A day that will go down in recording in history, in right? In infamy, nailed it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like so Pearl we're recording the first, um, the first drum tracks for what will become our second album, which we, we for posterity purposes, we know the name of them. We have the artwork done right now, and I'm not going to spill the beans but this we time. We can't. <laughs> we can't say it yet, or yeah. we don't want to say it. We could say it. We have the. We are. We possess the ability to say it. Mm-hmm. We will not. We be. do. If you really want to know, send us a message. We'll probably, we might tell you. <laughs> oh, dude, you know you want to know what's getting me like torqued right now. You what? might you might hear a massive slam under the table while both of my hands are on the desk. Right, that's your knee. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my third knee. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, is is dude the tones are gonna sound so good with those mics, dude? Nice. Are we bringing one of these? Uh, one of these will be on the toms, probably this red one that I'm talking in right now. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like and fun, like nice one, right? fun, like in the weed shit for our fans. Tom. Yeah, this will be a, this will be a rack Tom, uh, just cause I love putting things that have been on my mouth on racks, mm-hmm. um, or just a set of racks, you know, and the other one, I love putting my mouth on things that go on the floor. So <laughs> figure that and one. rhyme with floor <laughs> door. Yes, yeah, doors. We're talking about doors. Yes, yeah, door. Come um, on. It was a joke. He's a massive doors fan. Yeah. Um, I'm a massive doors. Do you remember when we were in the van the <laughs> yes, other day and yes. the doors came on? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. Like I, I was just like, oh yeah, van. <laughs> we're we're the worst people to hang out with when you're listening to music because whatever it is, it could be the greatest song in the world. Our favorite bands. We'll just start shitting all over it just for fun. <laughs> But no but, one is exempt, by the way. But with with endearment, though, you know, no, sometimes, yes, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> so the doors came on in our. Um, actually, it was funny because it was. Well, Goliath is like, dude, I really actually like go, like the doors. What's funny though. is there's five of us, right? Yeah. So whenever four of us start shooting on a band, there's always one of them that's like, oh, I kind of like them. Like, please stop. <laughs> You know, it's like when everyone's shitting on dire straits yeah. and I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> you're like, I mean, he uh, plays without a pick though. Like, <laughs> you're like, well, this is, everyone knows that. I still don't. I was like, I'll play without a pick right now. Like, he just can't afford picks. That's all you're telling me. Like, we're just having fun. Yeah. But um, the doors came on and we had, so we're driving in the van talking on the way to the gig, all five of us. 
And the uh, we should talk about the gigs too, because we haven't done a gig review in a minute, and we've played some. But the radio's super low. It's on like if you turn your car volume down, to, it's on like three, right? And we're just driving along talking, and it kind of gets quiet for a second, and we just hear this like organ, right? Just like this really piercing, shitty noise. Foz is like, "What the hell is that noise?" And we just sit for a second. I turn up the radio, and it's Ray Manzarek solo in one of the songs, just killer organ solo, just shredding. And we're just like, for whatever reason, the frequency was coming out at such a volume that we're just like, "Ah, it sucks. What is this?" And then we just like, you know, you know, went went on it from there. Even though, of course, we love the Doors. Yeah, for sure. Wink, wink. Not not, cross your T's, <sighs> dot your eyes. We of- officially go on record as loving the Doors. Officially, though, yeah. Officially, we love the Doors. Do we need to like the band, the Doors, or like actually Doors, or actual? I love actual Doors. How many times? Yeah, I, I don't even know we're talking about a band. I just love the ones with the knobs <laughs> and the ones with the knockers and. You yeah, know. the one I like. I'm big, just realizing now I like that, big knockers though. The ones that look like man, I'm, they're just, really gonna they're really gonna wake up. You know, between knob and knocker and all these words, like there's nothing non-sexual. Dude, twisting term. a knob and nailing a big knocker, dude. Is there any non-sexual term related to a door? Hinge. That's a dating app. <laughs> I mean, and Blank. they they open up. That's pretty sexual. Accept you into your home, right? <laughs> yeah, this is going yeah. Wow, there we go. This Can is I deep come in? Shit. Can this I come is in? Deep, like English paper level shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here's my uh, thesis. Doors are sexual as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dallas Dwight. Today I'll be talking. <laughs> it's my TED Talk. <laughs> Your closing statement is, so in conclusion, doors are sexual as fuck. I'm, I'm in all black, right? Because that's just what I do. It's a dark stage. The whole place is dark. There's 500 people in there. It's dead quiet. One beam on me. I'm just sitting here like You have Steve a DPA. Jobs. You have a DPA yeah, headset just, mic. Yeah, I have my hands folded like this and I just go, this is how it starts all quiet, right? And I just go, knobs. <laughs> Knockers. You just hear Drizzle laughing. He's the only one laughing. I'm talking Hinge. about myself in third person. Uh, I'm out of them. I don't know what else. Wood. Plain. Wood. Yeah. <laughs> These words all describe penises. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> the crowd's like, Illicit Whoa. sexual activities. Yeah. But they also, they also describe something we use every day. Sex. I mean, doors. <laughs> I mean, doors. <laughs> fucking up my speech in paragraph one. Fucking it up. <laughs> Shit. That's the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. See it. Like, whatever. Sex. Doors. Same thing. I think you can. Thank you guys. I, I think, walk off stage. People are like, "What the fuck are we looking at?" <laughs> I think you can make a sexual argument argument about almost everything. Like, look at this if boom Freud, and yeah. Mike. You know, yeah. If you're Freud for sure, which I am. So, dude, it's hot in here. Look at that. I'm shining like a fucking plant. Yeah, it's still, it's only down to like 77 now. You know, <gasps> we still haven't gotten to the 69 part. If an indoor space is 74 or higher, that's when I start to be like, it's kind of warm. It's kind of <laughs> no. You're just like, dude, it's kind of fucked up right now, and yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Everything sucks, and I can't put my finger on it. Is it 74 degrees in here? Oh, that's why. Everything sucks. <laughs> you just look up out of nowhere, those. There's a shift in the atmosphere. I don't like it. Why do I suddenly want to kill myself? <laughs> I haven't been thinking about that ever. God damn it, my balls are sticking. I just clipped the mic. Is it 78? Shit. <laughs> it was like 80-something in here when we got here. Yeah. Um... Gig review. Gig review. Let's do it. Two gigs review, right? Yeah. Why one. What was the other one? Well, we had that rehearsal, I guess, right? No, no, but last week we had a gig, right? 
I didn't think so, did we? I don't know. They're all running together at this point. We've played two gigs lately. Trailhouse. You have. Remember you did the acoustic thing with... Yeah, but yeah. I thought we had another band gig. Mm-hmm. Trailhouse was the first one back? First one back, yeah. Oh, okay. I felt like we had done another one. Okay, well, yeah, we did the acoustic duo gig. So Goliath and I are going out and doing um, acoustic duo gigs for the band. It's just me and him. We just play you know, random covers and the odd original like Peace of Mind or one of the new ones that's a little softer that suits itself for an acoustic guitar. Those have been going fun. They're always super light, um, easygoing gigs. We never know what we're going to play. We're starting to figure it out now because people are asking us to do it more. But, it's cool um, we get fans out of that too, though, because yeah, you nice. guys just yeah. kill it. You know, we just go out. We just go out and yeah, we we do the same thing we do with the tribute bands. We're laughing, joking, having fun, making fun of people. They're laughing, having fun back. We we've been giving out tickets to the Amos's shows. Um, people have been liking us. We do. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we did this in Spain too. We were asked specifically to do it in Spain before we went. The promoter was just like, would you guys be willing to do an acoustic set? I thought all the bands were going to do it. Turns out we're the only band. <laughs> the only one he asked. So we went out in this plaza, and if you go back in our Instagram, you'll see I, that's the picture I posted, announcing gotcha. that, that we'd be playing at the duo show or whatever. I don't know. It's like some of my nose itching. Um, it's probably the Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it, huh? Dude, I told you to stop snorting Coca-Cola, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the soda in my nose. Yeah. Oh, wait. I was supposed to say Coke. Fuck the joke up. Damn it. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Straight and narrow. We need a drop where we just hit it. It's like, kidding! Or, you know, something. <laughs> You've been fucking punked or something The fastest like that. way to make this podcast shitty is to have a soundboard. What do you think? Yeah, that would make it pretty shitty. That'd be funny, though. I think Can't it should all be like Steve I, like crazy, like Bill and Ted sounds. Yep. Yeah, but all played by me and you, just poorly. <laughs> yes, very poorly. Dude, that's the key, like really poorly. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> like, oh, you know, the gig I was thinking of was Siggy's. I don't think we ever talked about Siggy's, did we? Maybe, but we that was a while ago. I think like I feel like we weeks, talked about weeks, that one, maybe. Weeks or so. Yeah, we've done a podcast yeah. since then. So. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, so the acoustic duo gig was great. We had a good time. And uh, the most important thing and the most flattering thing is they asked us back at multiple locations for multiple dates. So that's good. Yeah, and that's been so happening we'll, a lot lately. Yeah, we'll be able to get out there and, and, um, why I like it is because they're typically on Thursdays because mm-hmm. I, I don't like putting them on a Friday or Saturday because that's big band days where you want the full band and, and you can go out there and really make a difference on a Friday or a Saturday for the band where Thursday it's like most of the time I'm not getting a gig on a Wednesday or Thursday, but those acoustic gigs are available. So we pick them up and then we make a two day weekend, a three day weekend basically. So yeah, uh, that ends up being pretty fun. So we did that um, in town, really fun laid back gig. We don't have to bring a lot of gear. It takes us five minutes to set up. Um, but I had to do, so I spent the week tracking the acoustic guitar solos and then I went and played an acoustic gig and then I had rehearsal and the show last night, which we'll talk about. And my fingers were just like the electric doesn't hurt my fingers. I can get through that. But the acoustic dude, especially solos take after take after take after take, and then go play a full show on an acoustic for three hours. My fingers were just like, they've had been in that much pain in a long time. Yeah, that's that's they that's like an epic amount. Yeah, and like skins peeling off of them and stuff. But you just go through. You go you through. I'm like fingering it. cords in weird ways because I like am like this finger just hurts too bad. So I'm like, let's do it this way. You know, like, <laughs> dude. Also, another very sexual thing is playing guitar. You know, yeah. you're talking about fingering. To one of my know. students today, I said the I said this exact sentence, and his dad was standing next. I said, "Let's talk about fingering." Yeah. I've done that many times, actually. I like, always try to get around it, get around saying that word, and there's no other word. I just don't anymore, because as long as you don't laugh when you say it... I just it, look directly like... into the mom's eyes, and I say, <laughs> let's talk about fingering. 
I hope George is watching this one because he laughed so hard. Wait, wait, come back to me. Okay, good. These are jokes. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, but no, we um for those of you that don't know and are just joining us, we also teach. Me and me and Driz and Rasan and Foss. Yeah, that's why I'm so good. By the way, one of these days we need to have another band member on the podcast. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, like, like we literally have our drummers like five minutes down yeah, the road. He lives right, right around the corner. Don't want him though. Anyone else? Yeah. I say that because he's going to be listening. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll get a text. You dick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fucker. There's nothing wrong. Mm. Almost just breathed in an ice cube. That would have been great. Well... It wouldn't have been the biggest thing you swallowed. No, not even close. <laughs> no. 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 I don't know why I'm wheezing so much today when I'm laughing, but... I don't know. It's all the coke, just, Yeah, it's just... You know. You know what song I heard at the gym today? What? Body like a rock. Body oh, like no. a rock. Stop. I haven't heard that song since I was probably in sixth grade. <laughs> that song is horrible. I have not, but I'm sitting here like... Remember the part where he goes, totally, dude. I forgot every part of that song, but as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, yeah. Now, when you said the t it like took a second. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is in there, isn't it? Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. I was laughing there, changing my socks and shoes. Dude, the big one when I was in high school, though, and like it was crazy, like all the teachers would dance to it, like pep rallies was Superman or whatever. Oh, the, yeah, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. What about the Snoop Dogg one? All my pimps in the crib. Drop it like it's hot. Dude, that Drop was like, like that was when I was living in Vegas. Sixth so. grade it was for me is when that was, I think. Maybe it was before that. Yeah. Um, so then that rock star one might have been after that. Maybe that was like seventh or eighth grade for me. You I know remember. what's so funny is if you, if you follow, like if you're in, I remember being in high school and middle school and stuff. And if you're like in on like the music that's hot right now, it's so crazy how fast that stuff turns over. Like I would hear... Uh, a song that I'd never heard before that was famous, like super big. It got big like three months ago or something. Just one of the, you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift hits, whatever, whatever it is. One of those hits this is before that, probably like the Nickelback hits or whatever. Oh, and man. It'd be, you know, three months later and I'd hear it and I'd be like, oh, this song's good. And they'd be like, man, that song's so old. And I'm sitting here on my iPod being like, but I listen to Led Zeppelin. Like, that's three months ago. <laughs> it came Dude, out three months ago. So, like, so but my the turnover, I just remember being like, that's insane. Even as a kid, like I would be like, why is that? That's not old at all, dude. The most rap I listened to was actually when I was a kid living in Vegas. <clears throat> Same. Sixth grade was when I was into rap. Uh, I wasn't. Not I was I, I was kind of like forced to listen to it, you know, because like you know, when you're a kid, you don't really have like control of the radio. Right. Right. So but you couldn't read Harry Potter. True. I couldn't read Harry Potter. But the, this was but, but this is when I was writing a lot with my aunt and uncle who loved rap. Right. And Harry Potter. <laughs> Probably. Those devil worshippers. Probably. Yeah. So uh, I remember, it, and we did it several times. My uncle would get like a new car. Uh-huh. And this is several times within a year. Like we, they went through a lot of cars, nice cars. That's sketchy. And uh, well, they just kind of like, you know, upgrade cars, like cars. You know, I remember driving one time through the night, like to a dealership in Arizona, maybe not through the night, e- evening into the night, coming back at nighttime for sure to pick up like a Mybox 62. Which was like mm-hmm. a four hundred over four hundred thousand dollar car. Jeez, I'd be so scared to drive it. But I remember every time, yeah, right. Every time uh, my uncle got a new car, he'd have to go to Best Buy, and we go to the CD section, and he'd look for '90s rap tracks. Interesting. Like, well, I mean, 90s that is rap. like a really great time for hip hop. 
Oh yeah, yeah, rap and hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and even so the best time. So I, re- for me, still, you know, again, I remember every once in a while hearing like the the tracks that you're talking about. Uh, but for me, most of my rap was, was literally like up until like for me 2000 2002 something like that i i didn't dig into rap and like get cds and stuff i just heard what was on the radio yeah. so like it was the you know all the hits of like uh, i guess when i was in sixth grade it would have been 2004 something like that something like that yeah, something like that get real so something like it something like it it but yeah no you would. so we, I, yeah and i remember well, the exhaling. best i remember the best buy we'd go to man she, I had a tradition. My family would go to the beach every summer, and there was a Target at the beach, and we'd always have to go there for like you know groceries or what bathing suit or whatever. And uh, I'd always go to the CD section and pick out a CD that I had never heard of from like the rock and metal section. And I would usually try to pick one that I'd heard people talk about. And I was like, "What's the fuss? That's the first time I ever got Iron Maiden. First time I ever got Pantera." And I would just I was like, "I hear everyone talk about Iron Maiden. Never heard them. Couldn't couldn't, t- couldn't tell you one track." I've been playing guitar for a couple of years. I was like, I'm going to get this. It was uh, Rock and Rio, that one. Oh, man, that's and awesome. I grab it, and I, I bring it home, and I just start listening to it, and I'm like, okay, like listen to it. I remember watching, I think it was a VH1 behind the music or something of Iron Maiden, and they had a bunch of famous musicians doing interviews about them. You know how they always have, like, you know, Scott Ian is somehow in all of them. <laughs> right. Know, that kind of thing. And, they're, and all of these people said, like, they just have these intricate harmonies that are, like, spider webbing up the fretboard. And I remember... That being like, oh, I should listen to Iron Maiden. And then I started listening to Iron Maiden, and I've yet to hear that in their music. <laughs> like, I don't understand what these guys were talking about. As a guitar player now, I know most of their riffs, and I haven't heard that. Like, there's guitar harmonies. I really think, I really think you should... Uh, the only you know, one that op- kind of does that is the Trooper. Open up your ears a little bit more. and In your heart. Yeah, and, and really feel the sonic web stick to your cochlea. And, um, Let's pronounce cochlea. I prefer Coke. Okay. You prefer cock. Yeah. <laughs> We've established this. See my sunglasses? <laughs> Copious. Jokes. Copious amounts. Copious. I love that. I love using that word. Uh, Pantera was another good one. What'd you get? Above? It was my cable, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's my cable. It was a bumblebee. I was like, what um, the fuck is that? Felt like a snake or some shit. Ooh. That would yeah. be just wrap around your leg. Yeah. That's me. Sorry. <coughs> Pantera was fun. I just bought, I think, their greatest hits. And um, yeah, first track was Cowboys from Hell. Second track was Cemetery Gates. And it's I was the first like, thing oh, you do. First so thing happy. you do when you put it in EQ your EQ, stereo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends. Make the top end tolerable. <laughs> one of my friends. It's, it's, the mixes of Pantera are rough to listen to for me, but the songs are great and the riffs are so good and the yeah. guitar is so good, but it's just like. I don't know, man. It is, uh, it's, it's hard to listen to as an engineer, for sure. Um, one of my friends tried to tell me, was trying to argue with me that like the Pantera mixes were perfect as they were and like all this stuff. And I was just like, I was like, I understand you like them. That's cool. But let's compare. I pulled up a periphery mix for the bad thing. And I put, a, put up FabFilter Pro-Q so you can see the waveform and how it spreads across the spectrum. And then I pulled up, I think, Walk. Or, or, or Cowboys from Hell or one of the Pantera songs. By the way, I've never really liked the song Walk. It's not my favorite song at all. Gotcha. But uh, Cowboys from Hell is insane. Cemetery Gates is incredible. I'm broken. Like, there's so many good songs. Revolution is my name. I think that's what it's called. I haven't listened to them in a long time. Um, yeah, dude. Revolution is my name. That's a sick song. The intro, I'll play that for you after this. It's like this crazy whammy. Dimebag wasn't. I've probably heard it. I listened. I was never a big yeah. pan. I mean, I thought it was cool and stuff, but I was we never. shot on stage the day before my birthday. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I think it was 2004, actually. Maybe sometime around then. 
think it was December 8th. And um, yeah, that's that's terrible story. Oh, I said that's awesome, right? Yeah. I thought you said oh. it was shot. I thought you said like I talk. Even, I thought you were talking about like a music video. I knew he got I shot on even, stage. I didn't even register that you said that's awesome. So, so in the in the in the way like that's bad. So so I thought you said you were talking about like the yeah, album got shot on or stage. whatever. Oh, that's dope. Like just like clearly like <laughs> just the guy that's like not listening at all the way. You're just like fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man, I'm really feeling down. Oh, nice, man. That's cool. Like just the guy that's like oh, he's not listening. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought you were talking about like like a video or something. It was shot. Like I didn't hear yeah. he was. I heard it for oh, some reason oh, in my head. Yeah, it was, shot, and then yeah. it like resonated like a moment yeah, after. I was, was like, yeah. oh shit, yeah, he's talking about I when he got shot on stage. To all the fans too. Yeah. Oops. Well, they can send you, you know, send me flowers. Yeah. No emails, just flowers. Yeah. I don't want flowers. <laughs> uh, anyway, I compared these two. I sent a screenshot to him, and like the periphery one is like this nice fat, covers the entire spectrum equally, and the. Per- and the Pantera one was like this, and it was just like, and it was just like all like fucked up. And I was just like, I mean, this is just proof. Like, you can't, this is not an opinion thing. This is just like, look at the spectrum. I know who this friend is now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. It you've was, said um, enough. Context clues have filled he in He was everything. in the band at one point. Yes. Yeah. I took his place at one point. 80 bucks. <laughs> you know it. Well, like 120. <laughs> I just said eighty, dude. We have a funny, <laughs> we, have, we have a really funny running joke in the band. Talking about the guy that's never listening, is this same guy? I, I was talking about like, yeah, man, I just got this this nice new piece of gear. I can't remember what it was. It was like it was great, man. It was like it was like I don't know, two hundred bucks or something. And the next thing out of his mouth, I mean, a half second after, said, "Nice." What was it? Like eighty bucks? It's like, <laughs> nope, two hundred. Just, <laughs> just rewind just it. three seconds. I just said it right there. <laughs> If we're typing this, this is the sentence before the one you said. <laughs> I don't know how you, I don't know. There wasn't enough time for you to get confused. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Well, that's that, you know, so, to humanist. And by the way, I'm not making fun of him behind his back. I yeah. said this all directly to his face. <laughs> In that moment, we were laughing. It was funny. But. To humanist to error. Dallas Dwight's on a different plane. So, you yeah. know. <clears throat> I'm certainly not human. We've established that. Oh, dude, for sure. Closer to robot. Operate like one, dude. You just. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, just kind of going for Everything it. like a robot, you know? Yeah. Why do you think his forearms are so big? Robot, bro. Robot. <laughs> Couldn't have asked for a you're better the robot. T-I, you're the TI-69 Plus from the future, sent back to save us from T-I guitar hell. Plus, that's like the, remember the calculators you had to get in high school, the TI-84? Yeah, dude. Can I get a TI-69? Just be that guy in school. Dude, those TIs, man. That's class clown. Do you remember? Okay, okay, I gotta ask you this. I remember that. Boobs, yeah. Okay. You could play Snake. Yeah, they had games on them. Dude, you could download on like, I had like the Silver Edition. Yeah, I did. Which is, I did too. Which is pretty funny because. The one thing we definitely didn't do with them was science and math. (laughs) Exactly, dude. (laughs) Everything else, we were sitting there becoming fucking hackers for Anonymous figuring this bitch out. Right. But you ask us to solve for sine. We're, nope, I don't know what that is. Where, where, cosine? One of my favorite things to do was you would hit, you know, sine, cosine, and tangent, sin, cos, tan. You would just hit it, type it a million times, and then you would just hit delete. And it was the only time in the calculator where you would see it go. Yeah, dude, I remember Otherwise, that. it would just clear that. all instantly. You could type a thousand numbers, the same amount of numbers, and hit clear, and it would just zero it out. 
But if you did sync Costana, it would be like, and I just see so how long you, I could get it to go. Did you know you could download Tetris for it? You could uh, get I don't, Tetris I don't think on I ever there. Downloaded anything oh, dude, I got Tetris on. Like, dude, I had, I had so it was like, it was like a game. Do you remember the Game Boy Advance, dude? Love like, it. Yeah, it was like a, it was like having a Game Boy dude, Advance. I, that I could do math on. Yeah, I never had one. I had the Advance SP or whatever, the, the one SP. that flipped. Yeah, the flip. Yep. Yeah. I had the original Game Boy Color. I didn't have the original Game Boy. That was a little bit too before me, like a little bit, like a couple years. I had the Game Boy Color, and then the Advance, which was the horizontal purple one, and then the SP. I remember mine was red. It'd flip up. Oh, we had an Advance. What, it was the one before that, the, the, the upright horizontal? square. No. The upright square yeah, yeah, was yeah. the color. That's color? The main, yeah, the, the color. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. And that's because it had color on the screen, I believe. The one before that, it was the same thing, but it didn't have any colors. just black and white. Yeah. Um, so the first one I had... After the SP... I get a little fuzzy, but I think that's when it started to switch to the DS. Yes, the, the DS, DS. I think the and DS that's came out. when the DS came right about the time where I was getting, like, I just was kind of aging out of playing, like, Pokemon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, there's a cutoff there where I, like, don't know anything about it. So, but obviously, it I never had to, like, switch I stuff. never had Pokemon on any of those because no. it wasn't a lot. Dude, I remember I had Kingdom Hearts. Uh, this, dude, this Kingdom was Hearts actually, was cool. I got my SP, Advanced SP. The one that flips when I was living in Vegas. It was uh, th- I was thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. Old, got it. Got <laughs> yeah. Too old. <laughs> the, the the time I found my aunt's sharper image uh, back rubbing machine as well. Um, <laughs> You're like, what kind of fucking industrial self massager is this? It's meant for a cattle cattle farm. What a- dude, it was like it was like yeah. it was like this yeah. tall. It had the handle and the two things that oscillate yeah. back and forth. Uh-huh. And so Great. she Love always it. kept it behind the couch. And Love just- using it on my back, and you know, my balls, <laughs> dude. So here's a deep one for the fans. First time I ever nutted, dude. <laughs> It was with 13 that? years old. Oh, really? I grabbed that thing and I'm just like That's fucking late. around with it, dude. And yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, so, uh, first time I nutted, I was 22. <laughs> I already had three kids. Months? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, anyways, I'm fucking around with it on yeah, the couch. And uh, no, this is, a, this is a fucking hilarious story. And so, anyways, I, uh, I ended up just like putting it on my shit and I was like, Oh, what the fuck is that? That feels like that's pretty, <laughs> pretty classic, awesome. Like, curious kid. And so, anyways, I just leave it there, and I'm like, hey, "This is really cool. This feels really great." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" Because <laughs> yeah, we all relate to that. We know that. And so, anyways, <laughs> anyways, I remember a few months later, my aunt was like, "Has anyone seen where my back rubbing machine is?" And I'm like. Um. Yeah, it's in my room. We will go okay. <laughs> get it for you. My back, you know, just all the carrying my one book. Dude, that, that motherfucker disappeared to my aunt's, or from from the living room to my room. So, yeah, that's so funny. What were we saying before that, though? I don't know, but I know Casey, I know my wife's dad listens to these, so now Perfect. he knows like a really intimate story. <laughs> That's well, now I do too. <laughs> yeah, right. And Game all Boy's our fans, <laughs> and and literally anyone who has access to the internet. I'm, my nickname's In no longer going to be Driz. It's like, hey, sharper image. What's up? That's who made them. <laughs> anyone in the known universe from now until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, to bleep this. Anyways, I don't care, dude. It's a fucking hilarious story. It's a good story. You got to share it. Yep. Got to share it. Sharper image. All right. Um, 
Oh, I had something I was going to say. Oh, we were talking about the Game Boys and stuff. Yeah. And went to the DS, then like the 3DS, and then like I think that's when they went to like the Switch and stuff. So I don't know. But um, I've been out of the Nintendo game for a while. Yeah, um, as if I... That was the last Nintendo I had. The only I, I do like gaming. I moved... I just do like PlayStation. I have PlayStation 5 and stuff. Yeah. I think the... Um, Which is to say I'm better than you. Dude, for sure. For sure. <laughs> dude, uh, it was... <laughs> getting a PlayStation 5 was a bitch and a half. Do you remember that? Do you remember me trying to get one? Oh, like yeah. I forget was, how long it was. It was like, it, eventually, it was like wasn't it months. your mom who texted you and my, said, hey... My stepdad found one at um, Belk. Oh, Belk. Yeah. Yeah, of I was all like, places. I was like, they, I remember asking you, I was like, dude, they sell those? I at had no Belk? idea either. He was just in there and he was like, I'll take it. Because <laughs> he knew I'd been trying to get one for like nine months. So, I mean, I'm on the website, like hitting refresh, like as the second flips from 59 to zero. And like by the time it, my page loads, because it's just crashing from all the traffic, they're all sold out. It's That's the most insane. frustrating, annoying thing ever. Which, like, I could solve the problem for them in a second. <clears throat> and it would get rid of the scalpers, too. You make. Technically, on the website back end, you make unlimited quantity. So there's not a set number. Now, this would kill the demand and the hype and all the press they got for it. I get that. But if you wanted to truly just solve the problem for consumers, you would just make it unlimited. So as many people as possible could add it to their card at any time. There's no release date. And then you would just do production on the back end to fill that demand, which you would have to tell people like, hey, you ordered it. That's great. It's going to be like a nine-month wait, but we will get it to you. And you wouldn't have to worry about trying to like all this stuff. That was what was so cool about the Quad Cortex. And yeah. um, you could just buy it. Same thing. Exactly. If they applied that same thing to the PlayStation, which I get it. Sony wants the press of like millions of people can't get it because it's just so high demand. Like everybody's crashing yeah. the website, you know. And then this it is- became, dude, their whole Twitter account's dedicated to like GameStop's going to get 500 consoles at this time. Like make sure, like all this stuff. Like it was like a whole... Like yeah, that's that's super that's annoying. horrible. Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> cool shout out to Sweetwater and uh shout out to Jimmy, Jimmy Itella. And, and Bart uh, Amburn. Yeah, okay, that's your rep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I got Jimmy. Uh and thanks for the X thirty two rack. Dude, for I love band, good yeah. rack, yeah. That Big was Jim, rack Jimmy 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 on rack, huh? <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, I had to. I had to emphasize yeah, rack. Right. Uh Jimmy Itella hooked us up because like that was like things were were kinda tight as far as supply chain and stuff like that and mm-hmm. we got that pretty quick yeah. like really quick so uh anyways uh quad cortex uh if you want one i think Sweetwater's the only north american supplier at the time and they do take yeah. uh they do take orders and we'll ship it out as soon as they get right you know. which we which the way it ended up working is you buy it and then you wait for a long time yep because there's an unlimited quantity of something there there's a theoretical unlimited quantity on the website of a very limited actual thing yeah so that means anyone can buy it as much as they want that means no scalpers because there's no benefit in me doing that because i can't resell it yeah you know what i mean and it, well another cool thing i don't know if you remember but they'd update you on on uh so the supplies you know i remember getting emails right yeah. I, I even got like a couple calls like hey you know i know it's taking a while but uh there's a delay they let you they let me know all the delays you know and I never cared. I knew from the beginning it was going to take a long time, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Gets here when it gets here." I don't, I don't care. Yeah, like, but it's just that aspect of like, yeah, it wow, is helpful that they. Wow, do that I just sure. spent you know whatever I spent at that time. But this was back before they, they were like almost two grand. Expectations. Yeah, they tell you it's going to be six months, and you're like, okay, cool. So you have that in your head, and you don't think about it so much. Yeah, or you could buy one used for more money than you would spend at Sweetwater. So the reason the PS5 thing was so annoying is because all the people that were buying when you had GameStop release 500 in that example, scalpers would buy like 450 of them and then sell them on eBay or Amazon or whatever, and you go get one for like 1200 bucks. 
So you could buy a PS5, sure, but you weren't going to get it for the value. You're going to get it for like 100 to 150% more. Yeah. Uh, or I guess, is that right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure scalpers probably have like the most so insane annoying. internet package. Well, they'd have bots and, like, doing it. Time. And all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so they're, they're going to... there's groups of them and they're, yeah, they're just buying them all up. And, and once you get started with that, the money you make, the profit you make, you can just buy a bunch more. So it just ends up getting out of control. But the way to solve that scalper problem is just make unlimited quantity. That kills all the... The urgency, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to capitalize on people being like, I need a PS5 right now. Mm-hmm. This is the new wave. I got to be on that wave, which I don't care about, but a lot of people do. And uh, the new iPhone, you know, same thing, whatever it is. And um, that would solve that, I think. Call me, Sony. Quite, quite potentially. Yeah. Well, Quad did it. So Quad oops. did it. And I didn't even think yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Quad did it great. And, um, and it, you know, you know, sure, it stinks a little. I, I think everyone in the U.S. and most first world countries are like used to getting things like, you know, that. Yeah. And so, because uh, Amazon, <laughs> right? <laughs> Two day delivery or one day. Yeah. Next, sometimes next day delivery, dude. So my uh, well, since it came from my hometown, which is not far from here, that warm audio thing got here in like a day. Like Dope. after they actually shipped it, which they shipped it after like a day or two after I bought it. I think I bought it on a Saturday. They shipped it Monday. It was here on Tuesday. So. Yeah. And I had it in the studio using it on Wednesday. So it was awesome. Tuesday used on Wednesday. Dude, that's that's awesome. Yep. It's a good band name. Tuesday used on what Wednesday. What was the band name? We came up with a couple today. I today? remember one of them was Trailer Park Tank Raid. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah that was a good one. That's maybe not politically <laughs> correct. Definitely not, but utilitarian in some form. Well, it's just funny. It's just a funny like alliteration. Trailer Park Tank, the multiple T's and stuff. Yeah. You know. Stunt dick. That was another one. Stunt dick. Yeah. That's right. We're talking about you have a stunt double. It's time for a dick scene. You bring in the stunt dick. Dude. Dude. What? I wonder if that's like a legit thing in like the porn industry. It's like you have like a really hot guy, but is not like not well endowed. Mm-hmm. And then you have the well endowed like ugly fucker Ron Jeremy looking son of a bitch <laughs> it's like alright we gotta get a different cam- camera angle bring right? in the stunt dick <laughs> bring in the stunt dick where's Ron get him in here I don't know what accent I'm doing oh dude that's hilarious my new favorite thing by the way is I'll try to do British accents to my new British friends and they just make fun of me and then I just remind them we won the war <laughs> It's really fun, actually. It's really fun, actually, messing or you know, busting balls with the with my British friends now because they're just like they give it right back, and they there's no moment where they're like offended. They're just right, like right. they just like laugh and give it right back, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, you won the war, this. but you've got our banking system. Yeah, <laughs> some shit like that. It's so fun, right? Oh, man, but it is fun. I love to make fun of the way they spell favorite and humor and color. <laughs> Ca- you, ca- caramel so funny aluminium aluminium that one bugs me because that's a different spelling right the way they're pronouncing it is different than the way that we spell it so i don't know if they're actually spelling it differently or if one of us is just spelling it wrong and, and is saying it because both of us apparently they say aluminium we say aluminum mm-hmm. but it's spelled aluminum right it's we're saying it the way it's spelled if that's how they spell theirs i was trying to explain this to one of my friends that she was not understanding what i was saying at all so what's what's hilarious is that my grandma would say those that way but mm-hmm. really get mad when americans say nuclear mm-hmm. and it's actually nuclear 
Nuclear. She would, nuclear. It's nuclear. Yeah. No, for sure. But you hear a ton of ton of I'm Americans. I'm not saying we don't say shit wrong all the time. <laughs> but so the word judgment, does uh-huh. it have an E in it or not? It does. Do you know? It does. It does not. But it's been wrong. Oh, that's right. It's been wrong so much that it is now just in the dictionary and accepted to have an E. So it's technically not wrong. Oh. But it's because everyone got it wrong so much that it's just like, eh, fine, fuck it. That's right. <laughs> like, that's literally how it happened. So it's just a G and then meant? We had a, yeah, which looks kind of funky. We had a, um, one, of my, one of my jobs. So we judgment? We had to make a banner that said, no judgment zone. We had to make a banner that said this for like a training room or something. Oh, yeah. And we had like a full week debate and like down the rabbit hole of research of like, <laughs> is there a fucking E in this word or not? <laughs> so you walk into the no judgment room, you're like, hey, look at your fucking head, dude. <laughs> Would your mom do that? Morons can't even spell judgment as they're walking into this. Fucking idiots! That's hilarious. I'm gonna judge the fuck out of That would be like that would be the perfect like misspell judgment to see like as a litmus test for people who judge or not. Right? They actually, I believe, they call that um, the Mandela effect. I don't know if that's actually considered the Mandela effect, but the Mandela effect, the Willie Nelson Mandela effect, if that's what it's called, yeah, the Willie Nelson Mandela effect. Yeah. Willie Nelson Mandela would be the best tribute band of all time. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're very peaceful. <laughs> but we smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> sing about trucks and roads sometimes. <laughs> I don't know enough about either one of those people to make this funny, so that's the best I could do. But anyway. Um, yeah, I know I'm dumb. Regroup here. Hold on. Regroup here and then we'll go to VIP. In a minute. Yeah, regroup. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, Mandela effect. Ma- yeah, Willie Nelson Mandela Apparently effect. that's... Uh, this is like third-hand knowledge at this point. Apparently that's when a, a group, like a, a mass, a group of people, most people are wrong about something. But it's like societally almost accepted, or like even though it's just not correct. I can't really think of an example. But let's see if I can pull this up, because this is really not helpful to talk about without any examples. I mean, I thought of like a thousand jokes to say okay. when you said that. All right, here we go. It's like 40 dude. Mandela effect examples, 40 mind-blowing examples. So what's interesting is um, most, like it's just basically that you're, you're wrong or that most people are wrong to the fact that it's almost commonly accepted that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Even everyone knows Christianity is like one of the most well-known examples of the Mandela effect. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm joking. The Mandela effect is a phenomenon that makes us question even the most mundane memories from the past. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about everything I've ever known. In June 2019, the famed New York's crossword puzzle made it the theme and defined it as a recent refinement of false memory that typically refers to pop culture. Current event references try to read on my level, bro. You can't even get close. What's a panorama? Uh, It's basically remembering something that doesn't match with historical records. So it's like a group of people remembering something wrong, but like we all remember it. So it's like, I remember this. You're like, yeah, dude. And then we realize we're all wrong. Which is kind of crazy. It is very, very interesting psychologically. But let's see. Hey, make this easier to do. <laughs> Nelson Mandela's literally like. So this is the reason we're. It's uh, Nelson Mandela's death is number one. It says okay, let's start gotcha. with the reason we're all here. Nelson Mandela, who this theory is named after, died in 2013. However, countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 80s. Isn't that weird? Wow, that's interesting. Jif, not Jiffy. Peanut butter. Looney Tunes, not Tunes. Oh, really? That's crazy. 
It's Looney Tunes like music. Tunes. T-U-N-E-S. Not tunes like cartoons. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was tunes with a do-o-o. This one's a famous one. It's the Berenstein Bears. Uh, they didn't exist. Wait, what? But it's got Berenstain on the other. Berenstain Bears. Okay, whatever. Curious George's tail was never there. Okay, the monkey never had a tail. A lot of people say sex in the city. It's sex and the city. That one I did know. Febreze is just one E. We knew that. We'll do a couple more here. Oscar Meyer. It's actually with an A, not an E. That is mind-blowing. I had no idea. I thought Really that was fucking e. mind-blowing. I thought that was an E the whole time. Skechers, not Skechers. So Skechers without the T. I did know that. Last one, Fruit Loops. It's with two O's. I knew that as well because it's in the logo. We'll continue some Nelson Man, Nelson Man, Willie Nelson Mandela effects. Yeah, yeah. Get in the right, VIP dude. section. But anyway, yeah, that's just kind of a fun thing I'd heard someone talk about in psychology and stuff. So I've been digging, learning magic and stuff like that. I've been digging a lot into kind of. I psychology thought it was psychology. And, yeah, it's psychologically. Yeah, yeah it's psycho- psychology. Psychology. Is that is that Mandela yeah. effect? No, that's just English. Or am like I just British? Am I just the dumb one and everyone knows yeah, it? Yeah, it's actually pronounced P psychology. <laughs> And that's Britain for you. Dude, like Pterodactyl, dude. Right. Pterodactyl, big fan. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next time. It's VIP. We'll see you over there. Head on over to lamaybe.com slash VIP if you want to continue to hang with us and hear me say things like that. All right, cool. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful so thank you